Good afternoon. For those who don't know me, my name is Grace and I'm the creator of Smile, Single Moms, Incredibly Living Empowered. This week's episode, I'm going to talk about discovering your identity. The last podcast I talked about investing in yourself, I spoke about purpose and callings, but I didn't break it down what each term quite meant. Purpose by definition means the reason for which something is done or created. Calling such assignments is a task or a piece of work assigned to someone as part of a job. The scripture says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Before we were even created in our mother's womb, God knew who we were. Psalm 136, 19 says, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every day moment was laid out laid out before a single day was passed. I emphasize on these scriptures because each of us has a purpose for our creation. But in order for us to be able to understand our purpose and the assignments God has called us to do, we must know who we are. We must understand and be at peace. Our identification first lies in Christ. Christ is the foundation because only he can reveal to us who we are. It's kind of like when you're pulling an onion. You have to go by layer to layer to layer to get to the core. And the process is not pretty because when you're peeling an onion, sometimes your eyes start watering. Sometimes even the stink and aroma can upset your stomach. But it's the same thing as discovering who you are, your identity. You have to peel layer by layer. You discover your dislikes, your likes, your passions, your interests, even characteristics about yourself you may not like. Maybe you're quick to anger. Maybe you're a person who's not disciplined. Or maybe you find that you're ambitious, you're flexible, you're approachable. Even our life experiences can shape our perspective of who we think we are. And I focus on think because life experience can alter our thinking pattern. For example, I used to think that my past 12 relationships was a sign that I was rejected or objection of re- or object of rejection. But I was furthest from the truth. How can I be rejected when the word says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. God has not forgotten us. So we are not. How can we actually be rejected? There's a difference between feeling and being rejected versus accepting rejection. It's all about your perspective. Our life experiences definitely can be used as a testimony of God's grace and mercy. Nevertheless, our past should be used as a place of reference, not a place of residence. So our identity is centered in Christ because God made us in his own image. The enemy also knows this. So he tries to stop us from pursuing our purpose and derailing our callings by coming after our identity. So my next blog I'm going to talk about is Job and the trials that he went through. I'll go more details in my um, blog, but in a nutshell, Satan himself had presented himself to God and God spoke so highly about his faithful servant Job. And one verse that really stuck out to me was Job 1, 9 through 11. Satan said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the works of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. So Satan was coming from Job's identity he, by attacking his character. Satan knew that Job was an upright, up, up, upright man, faithful to Jesus. But he came for his identity to put self-doubt in, in, in Job. He basically was saying, Oh, Job only praises you, God, because of all the blessings that you give him. 
The same thing he tried with Jesus. He came for Jesus' identity when Jesus was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. So Satan came to him. If you're the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus said, it is written, man shall not be not shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. If you read this scripture, you probably just glance at it like, okay, well, Jesus then turned stone into bread. So he was denying his fleshly uh, desires because he was fasting. But there's more to it than that. Satan knows that's the son of God, but his strategy was to attack Jesus' understanding of who he was and his identity and his relationship with God. Jesus knew his identity, so he knew he didn't have to prove anything to Satan. The same thing applies to us. We have already been chosen even before our birth. Ephesians 1 4 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. God chose us even before the creation of the word. So the reason why I'm giving you all this biblical context, because I want to drive home that knowing who you are and how God has designed you are the key elements of discovering your purpose. Satan also knows this. That's why he comes for identity. He wants to derail us pursuing our purpose. So he likes to break our faith and put doubt in us and who we are in Christ. Okay, so now that we have all this biblical, all this biblical information, all this knowledge, how do we apply it? How do we block the enemy? Simply by maintaining an interrelationship, a real intimate relationship with Jesus, having some devotional time for prayer. Through prayer, you can bring all your requests to God and he will give you wisdom. Um, worshiping him, fasting. Fasting, I always believe, is, is a sure way vehicle to God. By denying your fleshly desires by fasting, it's a sure way vehicle straight to God. Understanding the word is also important. When we keep God's word in us, we have weapons. We have things to use against the enemy. So when Satan tells you you're nothing, you tell him, no, my God said I'm the head, not the tail. When Satan comes to you, like put cell down your head and like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you don't have the resources. Look at your circumstances. You can't accomplish this. No, you tell him I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We defeat the enemy by making God's voice rise above the enemy. God's truth is more powerful than the devil's lies. Practical things you can do also trying to discover what your cons are is by going back to what your desires are. You can make a list of things you used to do as a child. Some people like to build things. Some people like to paint. You know, over time, sometimes our desires change, but there's something natural in us, a natural gift God has put in each and every last one of us that still stays there even as adult. For me, it was writing. I used to write everything from poetry to plays. Um, I drew. I love drawing. Anything creative I could put my hands on, I used to love doing. Even performing arts. You know, I love to um do I love the theater, I love musicals. I remember my first musical play slash thing I did was in elementary school. I played um Franklin the Turtle in the Clifford the Big Red Dog. And even through high school, I've been in numerous plays because that's just what I love. I love plays. Um, so that's what, so you can start doing that. Just writing down a list of different things that you enjoy doing that can actually start turning the wheels on what your passions are and what your possible calling could be. Of course, through the wisdom of God that can help you reach to those conclusions. So let's, I'm gonna have a transparent moment here. I have learned so much about myself in the last few months that I've done in the whole 35 years of my life. 
I learned that my strengths are sometimes also my weaknesses. I learned that I always knew I was an ambitious, driven person, had leisure qualities, but I'm also learning to be an effective leader. You must know how to follow. You have to follow God's word in his wisdom. Also seeking counsel. There's nothing wrong by for asking for help. Nothing wrong with that. It's good to seek counsel because there's people who may have experienced what you've experienced, who may be proficient in the area that you want to go into that can give you some um, tips, some wisdom, um, reading books, um, listening to webinars, just different things that you can do. Asking family members, even in the ministry, even in your marketplace. So seeking counsel is very, very important. Also learn that I must be submitted to God first and trust him fully. If I am to obtain the greater life, the abundant life life God has called for me. I have to submit to him first. I have to trust him fully with my entire and every aspect of my life. I also learned that I'm not as forgiven as I would like to be. God is still working on my heart, you know, so I do routine heart checks on forgiveness. I also learned um, that I have a very harsh tongue. I'm quick to respond to a lot of things. Thank thank God for his grace. Um, the scripture said there's life and death and the power of the tongue. So it's very important before we even speak to someone to ask for wisdom. So I'll be asking, God, please help me deal with the situation. How am I going to respond to this person? Give me the wisdom so I can say the right thing. Because the last thing I ever want to do is reap consequences of something I said. Because once you say stuff, it's already out there. You can't take it back. So it's very important when we're in a situation where... Um, anger is involved or emotions, whatever it is, we ask for wisdom before we respond. They said a soft answer can turn away wrath. Okay. Also, I learned that I'm not rejected. God has not forsaken me. He has not forgotten me. His arms are open wide. So there's no way I am rejected. So those are the things that I have learned about myself. Okay. I pray that everyone that's been listening to this podcast has been blessed. Um, Understand that God has so much more for you. You have already been chosen. So take the time to learn how you were designed. Ask the Holy Spirit to continue showing you you. If you have any comments or questions, um, you can definitely reach me out on Facebook. The last podcast um, episode, I didn't put my Facebook name. is Grace S.C.A.N.A.B.U. Grace G.R.A.C.E. S-C-E-S-S-I-E, Anebu, O-N-U-E-G-B-U. Or you can follow me on Instagram, smilebiz.online. Both of my pages have access to my blog on there, but my Facebook page does have my blog, my IG page, and also access to my Single Moms Community Group. I just want to thank everyone for their continuous support. Um, The next episode, I'm going to have a special guest, so tune in, okay? Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you so much for tuning in.